Quote, The real trouble was that the quality of the show was hit or miss, and the writers couldn't seem to decide if it was a comedy or a drama. Viewership declined in season three, and Fox opted to send the show on its way. End quote. This is On The Bubble Podcast. My name is Josh Liston, and today we're looking at the fan campaign to save cult sci-fi series Sliders. And just for something new today, something shiny, if you wanted to chat about TV with other members of the Gunner Geek Network, listeners, show hosts, etc., we now have a dedicated Discord server for the network over at gunnergeek.com slash discord. Simply accept the invite and then you're away. So that's probably enough plugging for today. Let's get this thing going. I'm Kier from Gallifrey Public Radio, a Doctor Who fandom podcast and part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows in the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting geeky shows at gunnageeknetwork.com. As we heard there in our intro today, Sliders was seen as an inconsistent television series, often quite average, yet sometimes according to myself and others, and also online, a brilliant show, episode to episode. You weren't really sure what you were going to get with Sliders. This led to a declining viewership in the North American market, but it also galvanized the core Sliders audience in terms of when the show was really great, it was actually really great. So the core audience of the show really, truly loved the show because I guess they knew of the potential of how good the very best episodes of Sliders actually were. Those really dedicated fans were able, I guess, to see past the show's obvious flaws and embrace the show's more special aspects and episodes. It was also that core fan base that led the fan campaign to save the show when Fox made the fateful decision to move on from Sliders after season three. Keep in mind, we're talking about a time frame here that was pre-social media, cult audiences couldn't so obviously show their enjoyment or lack thereof of certain types of writing in the show, their support for the show in general, character development, how they felt about the ways different characters were changing and evolving. In the late 90s, it wasn't so obvious how to share, A, what you felt about the show, and B, your encouragement and support of the show if it was obviously struggling either for ratings or for quality writing. So those core Sliders fans really had a tough road ahead to let the networks know that, hey, three seasons just isn't enough of this particular television program. Further to that, in my research, I couldn't really work out how exactly Sliders fans managed to coordinate themselves so quickly. And in case I forgot to mention it, the fan campaign for Sliders after the cancellation came together very, very quickly, considering we're talking pre-text messaging and apps like WhatsApp, etc. And we're also talking pre-internet convention technologies. And we'll probably talk about this more in the future. One of the technologies that became more prevalent through the 2000s was if you couldn't get everyone together for a convention to support a show in the real world, campaigners could actually allocate a dedicated space on the internet and build the campaign to happen at that location at a certain date and time. So we're talking phone and letter writing 
campaigns, essentially, for sliders. So the speed at which the campaign came together really is quite surprising. And apologies that I don't have any definitive research on that. I I did a lot of digging to find out how that may have worked. So my only theory is this, that a lot of Sliders fans were communicating with each other externally to the show already, whether by letters, by phone, internet forums, or whatever the version of that was at the time. That's my theory. It makes sense in my head. If you're listening to this and you happen to have been around in the late 90s and you were involved in fan campaigns, I'd love to know your thoughts on how you got that done. Joshua C. Liston at gmail.com. So before we dig in and find out if the letter and phone campaign to save sliders was a success or not, I think it's important to highlight some of the key issues that sliders was having off the screen that clearly impacted the consistency of the product on the screen that we mentioned earlier. Quoting yahoo.com from May 2016, quote, It's no secret that there was plenty of behind-the-scenes drama during the production of Sliders, unquote. Quote, With sudden cast departures, more on that later, budgetary constraints and a new creative direction, Sliders persevered and remained the quirky little science fiction show that could despite drastic tonal change, unquote. Yahoo.com columnist Karen Kamerly wrote the following about series regulars John Reese davies and Sabrina Lloyd leaving the show. Quote, it just wasn't the same show, end quote. So yeah, there you go. Sliders had its own very unique set of challenges that would have been the nail in the coffin for many other shows that were rating as poorly or as inconsistently as what Sliders was. But as we'll find out soon, between the crazy loyalty from Sliders fans and some fortunate timing, which is quite often the case when shows get renewed and cancelled, Sliders did manage to survive beyond season three. So we know about the phone calls and we know about the letter writing and the dedication from fans. But who or what exactly was this mystery TV network? who actually saved sliders. We'll find out in just a sec. For all episode resources, subscribe links, and ways to support the podcast, head on over to onthebubblepodcast.com. Now, on with the show. Quote, Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y, at the time called Sci-Fi, S-C-I-F-I, was a relatively new network that was looking to increase viewership and beef up its lineup. So they took on the series for another two seasons. Years after the show ended, the network even showed marathons of it in syndication, end quote. Yes, I know. It sounds a little far-fetched to our 2018 ears that the sci-fi network would be interesting in saving any show that was remotely sci-fi related. But I guess in 1997-98, when that deal happened, and Sci-Fi agreed to extend Sliders. The actual network itself was interested in supporting the genre that the name of the network is built around. Congratulations, Sci-Fi, for at least at one point in time doing the right thing by Sci-Fi as a genre. Good stuff. Those last few seasons, although 
the inconsistency of sliders didn't really go away. They were enjoyable, and those extra episodes certainly helped the show move into syndication both in North America and globally, so future generations of sci-fi viewers and TV fans in general can still experience a very enjoyable show that might not have the historical relevance of a Star Trek or a reimagined Battlestar Galactica or anything like that. Those extra episodes, if nothing else, allowed syndication for sliders to be a more realistic option. So once again, and I can't believe I'm saying this, sci-fi actually did something for sci-fi. That is really, really great. Now, if you're listening to this and you know a little bit about the mythos around renewals and revivals, etc. for sliders, you may have heard of a sliders movie, which I was going to dig into and A, I couldn't find much about it that was real and B, I'm not going to put anything out there that is just speculation or pure speculation unless I have a guest on the show and that's the point of that segment of the episode. So if the movie was more real, I would definitely have spent more time on that today. But what I will do is share two pieces of audio to finish up today. The first is from series star Jerry O'Connell himself and the second piece of tape we have is from Funny or Die and if nothing else, it should leave you smiling, if not laughing. So once again, head to onthebubblepodcast.com for episode resources, audio attributions, etc. And to finish up today with that shiny thing that I mentioned at the start of the episode, if you wanted to chat with myself, other Gunner Geek hosts or show contributors, and you wanted to do that in a really controlled and secure place, which is actually really fun the way it operates, gunnergeek.com slash discord. The link will be in the show notes. So that's enough rambling from me. Take it away, Jerry. O'Connell. Not Jones. That would be really, really weird. And I'd love to reprise uh, the uh, role of Quinn Mallory, uh, Mallory on, the, on Sliders. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, for those who don't know what we're talking about, Quinn Mallory was a character I portrayed in a science fiction show called Sliders. You can get it on Netflix My right now. Sci-fi show from the 90s. Um... You know, I have to tell you, the producer did call me a little while ago about possibly answering that question in the future. Please. So let's see. I mean, come on. We're in a world of reboots. Hashtag bring back sliders. I hate those rough landings. What is that? Ladies. Why isn't he wearing a big bow tie? I've never seen anybody without a big bow tie. I think we should get the policeman. Yes! Ah! Huh, apparently on this world, everyone wears big bow ties. Weird. Well, I only have a few minutes until the next portal opens. I better make this quick. Hey, slide hards. It's your boy, Quinn Mallory, or as my good friend Rembrandt calls me, Q-Ball. Okay, listen, I heard that in this world, Veronica Mars got a bunch of her fans together to pay for her movie, so I'm traveling from dimension to dimension, trying to scrape together enough money to start the Sliders movie, and that's where I need you, Slideheads! Okay, I need your money, so I can keep sliding. 